Well, welcome today to the Biblical Printing Podcast. I'm Dr. Scott Taransky, and I'm here with Elena Svetslot, and we are interested in helping you know what it looks like to parent from the heart. And understanding what the heart looks like, applying that to your parenting has so many ramifications to every area of our lives. We're going to share some good things with you today. Elena, welcome to the podcast today. Let's uh, go forward in some area of parenting that's going to bless these folks today. Thank you, Dr. Scott, and good to be here with you today. Yes, today we are going to talk about a topic that is very, very dear to my heart, and that is spiritual growth, spiritual development in children. And that is very dear to my heart because I think it's an essential piece of how our children develop and grow and how their hearts are uh, changing in the process of parenting. So very excited to talk to you about this today. I think it's important to understand why spiritual development is important. It's not just we want our kids to know a bunch of Bible verses or memorize some Bible verses. It's not just so we want them to know Bible stories or so they know how to attend church. Spiritual development does something concrete inside of a child's heart that is so important for life today. It, It helps them with their identity to know who they are, where they've come from, why they're here, those kinds of questions. It helps them with their emotional IQ so that they're able to manage the challenges of emotions in their lives. It'll help them deal with stress. You know, the spiritual resources that God gives us to manage stress are so important. And it it really builds these core strengths inside of our lives to help us to be effective as adults. Spiritual training is at the foundation of all that we do. And so I think it's very important as parents that we're looking for ways to enhance that in our children's lives. It's very important indeed. I think it's the basis of what we start with. And I think we sometimes as parents don't really think of it that way. You know, I know for myself um, in the beginning, when I started, when I became a mother, I was concerned with other things such as what my child is eating and um, what is looking at, what, you know, all mostly the external things that the parents see and are mostly concerned about. And Only in time I got to realize, especially learning about the heart-based approach to parenting, that what's most important for children, it's the food that we give for their hearts and what they're consuming that gives them a close relationship to God and builds their character and builds character qualities. So that's fundamental. And Dr. Scott, I am very keen to, uh, for you to share with us, what are some of the Um, what are some of the things parents can do um, that you have seen work over the years and some of the recommendations you have for parents? We spoke about, you mentioned very briefly about uh, learning Bible verses and and hearing stories. And I'm sure many parents that are listening to this are already doing that. How can we use that? And what else can we do um, to help our children grow spiritually? Yeah, that's a really good question. And that, I think, is the question parents need to be asking themselves more. And here's why. I think sometimes parents try to accelerate the development of their children with sports and music and drama and all kinds of things, extracurriculars. And those are helpful for the short term. Uh, But they lack the depth that spiritual training provides for long-term life skills. And what we really want to do is we want to boost a child's development at any age with spiritual training. If you help a child by boosting their development, you maximize wherever they are, whatever developmental stage they're in now, and you prepare them for the future. So parents need to be asking the very same question you're asking, how do I do it? Mm -hmm. What does it look like? 
and what can I do with my children to um, help them grow spiritually uh, as much as possible? And let's just acknowledge the fact that if I were to say to a group of parents, who is responsible for the spiritual training of your children? Most of the parents who are Christians are going to raise their hand and say, I am. Mm. But then if I ask the question, how do you do it? Most parents say, I take my kids to church. Mm. Because what they are doing is delegating the spiritual training to the church. Now, the church is an excellent place for spiritual exercise and training, but it is a support of what's going on inside the church, inside the home. I mean, you mm. see, there's two kinds of, of education here. It's like when you get, um, when you learn how to drive, there's the, the classroom where you learn about the laws of the of the land and the rules of the road and the signs. And, you know, you just kind of learn things in the classroom. That's what it's like to go to church and you're learning the things in the classroom about God and spirituality. But the behind the wheel experience is what children need to drive where they get behind the wheel and they're driving in the lanes and turning the corners and parking the car. That is what's taught in the home with spiritual activity and spiritual exercise. This is where children learn how to manage their emotions uh, using spiritual skills. This is where children learn how to follow instructions because it, it's doing the right thing even if you don't feel like it. There's so much taught in the home that accelerates a child's spiritual growth that we want to recognize how powerful it is. Don't miss the spiritual behind-the-wheel experience of, of child development uh, in this area of spiritual training, because that's where we're going to learn the most. Yeah, so true. And, you know, the um, attitude we have towards spiritual growth as, as parents is what also uh, rubs onto, onto our children and how we look at and, and how we, um, how important, how much importance we give to this. It's also what our children will pick up. And, you know, I'm generalizing right now. I, I know there are different cases and cases. But in general, uh, many children look up to their parents for this kind of um, uh, wisdom. And, and they copy um, many times, especially when they're younger, they copy their parents a lot. I know from personal experience that my son would sit next to me and pray if he sees me praying or he would you know, ask to read the Bible um, because he knows that the Bible is important. Um, and we are, we, we, you know, we didn't get to speak to him about things, about, um, you know, more in-depth things. But I think that as we parents, as we develop ourselves as um, spiritually, we help our children in that way as well. In fact, I was listening to, um, to another podcast yesterday about how to prepare our children for going to college, for example, when, where they are surrounded mostly by um, children or other adolescents that are not non-Christians and, you know, they are smart people, you know, yes, they're not Christians, but they're smart. They do the right thing in the eyes of the, of the world. And so our children um, can sometimes have a hard time explaining and, and standing by their faith and how they, um, you know, how they can continue their faith during that hard time for older children I'm referring right now. So I think if parents build up this wisdom in our children through God's help. If we build up this knowledge, they will get to learn more. They will be better equipped for the future. Um, Dr. Scott, is that a my, I have observed this, of course, uh, via my learning and, and how I've worked with other families. Is that the right um, approach that, I, that I, um, I'm expressing here? Sure. Yeah, I like what you're saying. I, I think that sometimes parents confuse spiritual activity 
such as going to church or praying or reading the Bible with spiritual training. Uh, I think that those are good things that we do, and those become the vehicles through which spiritual training takes place. But spiritual training it really helps develop the deeper things inside of the heart, where the heart now is asking different questions about life. I, I was talking to a mom yesterday uh, about uh, working with her 14-year-old who doesn't like to do devotions. And so he has ADHD, and so she does devotions with him. I think that's great. Mm. Do devotions with him, but at the end of it, you say to him this, what is God saying to you today from this passage? Maybe you should spend a few minutes alone mm. and report back to me. You're my mm. brother in Christ, and God may speak to me through you today. When you learn, what is God saying to you from this passage? Mm. Not just what does the passage say. We do a lot of the, the informational part, but not a lot of the connection with God part in yeah. our work with our children. So you can ask that question of any child at any age. The Bible is relevant for three-year-olds or 13-year-olds or 23-year-olds. The Bible is relevant. And so we can ask anybody to ask that question of themselves. What is God saying to me from the scriptures today? And that's where the real spiritual growth takes place. It's when we take the knowledge and we move it into the experience. I, in fact, let me just say this. I would say there's three different ways that we um, do spiritual training in children. One is knowledge, okay? So we're giving them uh, a knowledge of Bible. There's about 200 Bible stories in God's Word. Mm -hmm. And so teaching children those stories or having them read the stories is important. Secondly, memorizing key verses of, the, of Scripture. Uh, so if we had, you know, 100 key verses, it'd be great. If 1,000 would be better. But the idea is memorizing Scripture is good. And then thirdly, a, a grasp on theology. So they're understanding creation and understanding sin and salvation. And those basic concepts are very important for children to understand. That's the knowledge part mm -hmm. of spiritual training. The second part is experience. This is when we're uh, praying and asking God, how can I fit into your plans today, Lord? You know, that's the prayer that we want. It's the experience that uh, children have with God and they hear God speak. They hear him speak through the scriptures or maybe even through their own hearts is the Holy Spirit's working, or they're, they're giving, they're giving their time, their energy, their money to God's work, or they're connecting with other believers in a community of faith. All of that's the experience part of spiritual training. Then there's the part where they're learning life. You know, when children have a plan for dealing with temptation or impulse control, that's spiritual activity. When we practice valuing others and honoring others, that's spiritual exercise. When we exercise emotional strength or we move from a pleasure more motivation to a, a mission-oriented view of life, that is all God working himself out into the daily lives that we have. And uh, I think that, um, that that becomes the activity. It becomes activity and the real work, the depth of work that takes place inside of the heart. That's what's going to be important. Yeah, and that's built on all these amazing things that you just mentioned which can sometimes feel overwhelming for parents, especially if they've not done it before. Um, all these things can be done and you, can, you, you as parents can start slowly, you can start, you know, start, start with you know, reading the Bible together, start with, with praying together if, if the child accepts that. You know, find a way to connect with your child, use uh, you, the strength of the relationship that you have built to um, ask them questions, to be inquisitive about the things that they are they are thinking in their minds about God. How do they see or perceive God? That's a very good way to start. And, you know, in time, you know, in time, by building this relationship, by building their knowledge, by building their experience, helping them build their experience, they can create their own individual 
view of God, and um, you just help them as parents um, guide uh, guide them and help them through that. So it's not really um, so it doesn't become a way in which we impose our own views uh, more more so than we open the Word of God and um, by asking questions and by sharing um, uh, about you know the theology of the different important parts of the Word. Um, we guide our children to discover God for themselves. Um, I think that's very important. Um, and I want to share my story very briefly, Dr. Scott, because I, you know very well about my son. Um, um, he's now four-year-old. And um, inspired by you, we have started to teach him Bible verses. Um, and he really learns them. You know, he learned them very good. He knows a bunch of them very well. And now uh, we start to talk to him about their meaning and what does it mean for them. And what I'm doing with him is um, sometimes um, when he comes back from school, we are uh, having something sweet. We're having, you know, a snack and we're sitting together and reading a passage from the Bible and then um, together learning the verses. And what we also have developed is this uh, is talking about uh, uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says that we should confess our sins to each other and then we should pray together for each other and that will make us, you know, stronger. Um, and I do, I do that together with him. And it, it you know, it's, it, it didn't happen over, it didn't happen overnight, but I want to mention to parents that it can be done and hopefully and follow the Holy Spirit with this and pray for your child to have an open heart that they are re- receptive for this. But, um, you know, to start somewhere, find a way your child is interested and get them to open up to you and to, to do some of these activities together. I really, really take a lot of, I feel so blessed and so um, happy as a mother when I see my son interested and um, happy to pray together. Even if he's so small, he's still, you know, he, he told me the other day, oh, I, I really feel better now that I told you my son and we prayed together, <laughs> which made me feel so, you know, it was such a nice experience. So, don't feel um, overwhelmed as parents to do this. And Dr. Scott, I know you have five children and each of them probably has had different ways to, to get to, to experience uh, spiritual, um, the spiritual growth. How, what are some of the things that you have come across that maybe help parents who have a hard time helping their children connect with, with, um, with God or you know, create that bond or I don't know. How can they overcome some of the challenges, perhaps? Yeah, I think you're asking a good question. I, I think uh, just looking back in our own parenting as we raised our children, we did different things. And I think it's good to, to move it around a little bit. I, I know that some parents feel inadequate when it comes to providing spiritual training, but what we want to do is make spiritual growth a family learning experience. We're all children of God and we're learning what it means to follow him. So mm-hmm. when I say to my son, you're my brother in Christ, and you know when you share something uh, that you're learning with me, I can uh, benefit and grow from that. And, and so I'm eager to hear what God is saying to you. That just, it builds confidence in children that God can use them even in a family dynamic. It levels the playing field that we're brothers and sisters in Christ. All of that is, is valuable. So I, uh, I too, let me just comment about your work you're doing with your son, Elena. I, when I was young, I had memorized about 200 Bible verses mm-hmm. during the preschool. And some parents would say, well, you know, you're just memorizing things you don't understand. And I'm sure that's true. However, over my life, uh, I have 
had verses come back to my mind when I needed them. Yeah. I may not have known what they meant at the time, but then when I'm living life and I, oh, there's a Bible verse about that. And it, it Lord brings it back to my mind. I might not even have it all memorized exactly like I did when I was a child, but I can go look it up and I can say, oh yeah, there's that verse again. I remember memorizing that and, and it has some application. So the scriptures have a powerful way of impacting our lives. So we want to be able to uh, appreciate that and enjoy it as well. Yeah, absolutely true. Very true. Really important again for parents to um, to think about this and to think about their spiritual, their own spiritual growth and the spiritual growth, growth of their children. If they are um, teenagers or older, there are many resources you can find on Dr. Scott's um, website, biblicalparenting.org. I know he's run a lot of uh, webinars that you can also um, listen to or see that you can get some more ideas, not only about the biblical, um, not only about spiritual growth, but also about many other topics. And Dr. Scott has also a infographic that can share with you uh, if you are interested. Dr. Scott, uh, what email address should parents email you on? Yeah, you can email my assistant mm -hmm. and parent, parent, P-A-R-E-N-T, parent at biblicalparenting.org and ask for the infographic on spiritual training and she'll send that out to you. It'll give you some more ideas about ways you can put this into practice. You can also go to our website, biblicalparenting.org and just type in spiritual training and you'll see all kinds of ideas that'll be helpful for you and tools that you can use for working with your children uh, actual practical books that can guide you in your spiritual training of children. So we've got a lot of, of good ideas there. And this is a very important part of our ministry to equip parents to provide the basics. The basis for a child's whole health and well-being is their spiritual development. So yeah, check us out at biblicalparenting.org. Yes. And if you want to teach your uh, young child Bible verses, I have developed a bunch of them that you can find on my website. I will put a link into the description of this episode together with the email Dr. Scott has mentioned. So please go ahead and download those Bible verses and have them ready for your child. Um, I am sure, like Dr. Scott has mentioned, that they will really help um, uh, their, your children learn about the Bible, but also when the time is mostly mostly needed that first will come back to their hearts and in their minds and it will really help them grow so thank you again for listening this to this podcast i hope you take um value from our podcast and our episodes please do um send us comments and messages if you have any questions we um can be found on biblicalparenting.org or elenashvetslot.com uh, feel free to follow um, and subscribe to this podcast to get more episodes about uh, valuable tools, uh, valuable um, thoughts and suggestions that you can use in your parenting. Dr. Scott, any final thoughts? You know, uh, the Bible talks about passing the faith on to children, how important it is in Deuteronomy 6. It says, as you walk along the way, as you rise up, as you sit down, it's this in life experience where God is so real to us that our children see that. We want to help you know what that looks like. Maybe we'll do another whole episode on devotions and how to do devotions in a way that appeals to the, to the language of children, which is activity. And there's just so much we could do in this area. I'm sure you'll hear more from us about this, but um, I encourage you folks to, to uh, dig in here, take some of these things, allow God to speak to your heart and apply them to your family. Until next time, uh, we look forward to what God's going to do in your heart as you 
implement a heart-based approach to parenting in your home.